Many people live their lives controlled by invisible strings. If you could see the strings, if you could take out your scissors and snap them in half, would you do that? Experimental Stories by York Campbell We are about to start the experiment. Put on your headphones, pull the blanket over your head, and let's begin. What kind of battle cry is this? On a rusty calliope, sounds percolating, tired soldiers swaying, patriotic smiles hiding the tyranny of war, home-cooked meals awaiting wives with outstretched arms, can these shield them from the darkness? The brave ones returned with medals, the bravest never returned. No apple pie and marching band their bodies were buried on foreign land. A hero's welcome. They fought for freedom. Confetti-littered streets. Bullets once ripped through flesh. Boys and girls wave and clap. Children's blood runs deep in their souls. Tears of joy. Tears of misfortune. A painful contradiction as the band plays on. I care too much about this body of dust, obsessed about my gut and the fat sticking out, my prized brown skin, black hair growing thin, the dust always wins over ointments and creams. Everything in our homes gathers dust. But what exactly is it? Where does it come from? And why does it keep coming back? Is it from outside? Is it fibers from our clothes and cells from our skin? Yes, but it's a lot more than that. My futile attempt to stop the event, even the most expensive car will eventually rust. No heads will turn as it drives down curbs. No pretty girl will turn as I walk with a limp. A chick magnet in reverse. Repulsive and unattractive. Have to manage in a world taken over by youth. With their fast cars and sunroofs. Their tight bellies and skinny jeans. Obsessed about their bodies. Unaware of the clock. The star rises in their prime, but in time, they turn to dust. Dust is everywhere. It settles on all surfaces in the natural environment as well as inside homes and buildings, where we spend about 90% of our time. Some dust is natural, coming from rocks, soils, and even space. Did you dance with the stars when you set each one in motion? Dipping your finger into the milky, moving the cosmos into spirals. Our senses can perceive motion by seeing that things act on one another. Whatever moves is moved by something else. Consequently, there must be a first mover that creates this chain reaction of motions. You conceive the moon, allowing its gray lifeless form to reflect the sun, creating limited life forms with primitive tools that augments their vision 
with telescopic lenses. We only see traces, patterns of you written on parchments, inscribed by wise men that pass along the scrolls. Your invisible hand turns the earth. We are balanced on the surface by gravitational strings. Universe finely tuned on your cosmic acoustic. Fingers strikes chords, notes arrange in proper sequence, accompanied by an eternal voice that only a few can perceive. An elephant is sitting on me. I can barely move. It's big. It's gray. Its long, flappy ears blocks the sun. Simple things such as getting out of bed seems complicated. I find it difficult to carry around this 12,000-pound weight. It strains my back and shoulders. Yet, I'm obliged to move forward in a world that's counterclockwise and despises the weak. They say cheer up and look at the silver lining. Feeding me with rainbows and unicorns, Bible verses and platitudes as I lick my wounds in the corner. Chained to my elephant, people don't notice him. I look good from the outside, but he's the one in control. His trunk slaps me. He screams in my ear. My failures and dirty water, he spits in my face. I hope someone will notice him. He does a good job of blending in. Or some may notice, but they're not stating the obvious. As my earthly bones are being crushed by the weight. Turn the tape over to side B of the experiment. Flowers are not made to last forever, with their petals extending, grasping eternity. Its glory cannot be immortalized and held in a glass, treated as a heirloom, passed down through centuries on the family tree. Its beauty is elusive, measured by clocks, but yet... It's timeless. A picture can only capture its form. Colors fade. Traces of memory remain on the canvas. Inadequate tools to describe its scent. The way the stem bends to absorb the sunlight and the morning rain. You are that flower. That finite tulip. That graces the fields for a little while before you vanish. Thank you for listening to this experiment. I definitely appreciate you 
taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. This show is definitely not for everyone, as you could see with the material. It's for those people that want to reflect and think deeply about the purpose of life, why they're here, and what this all means. If you have a family member or a friend that could benefit from the show, I want you to do me a favor. Can you send this to them? Just hit the share button. If they're like you, if they are deep thinkers, if they think what is the purpose of life itself, then they will appreciate these messages, these what I call experiments. Also, in the daytime, I do another show called Welcome to Earth Stories. It's much different than this one. I strongly recommend that you check that out as well. But if you decide that, hey, that's not your speed, then please come back and listen to this. And as I said on my last episode, I have problems going to sleep. That's why I have a machine. I have sleep apnea. It's one of the worst things because I used to drive. I used to drive all the time. I decided that driving may not be the best thing for me because falling asleep on the wheel sucks. Have you ever fell asleep while you're driving your car? This used to happen to me quite often. Thank you once again for listening. Have a good sleep, and I'll talk to you soon. Experimental Stories is created for nocturnal creatures only. Please pass along this cassette tape to your fellow human. Good night.